0: Welcome to the Collector's Quest Podcast. This is a microcast. It goes for less than 15 minutes and talks about one topic real quick. Stay tuned. Welcome to Microcast 3. Okay, we're going into this real fast. I keep getting questions about... Is the game market crashing? This is it. Everyone's ready. They're ready to scoop up all them games at $5. Finally, their time has come. I don't know if that is true. We had a whole episode about this in episode 66. We talked about the possible factors. Is it the summer? Is it a slump? Is there even enough data to draw a conclusion about this? There's been a few people. uh, I'm not going to go into names. I'm sure you know who they are. And I have nothing against any of these people. But they're saying, that's it, I told you so. The market is busted and games are going down, and all these people who were investment collectors just got effed. And that might be true. But it also depends there's so many factors, just to to come out in blanket statement like that, it it does not work. And let's explore some of the reasons why that doesn't work. Because that assumes that all people who are investment collectors, uh which is a term I hate, but uh It is what it is. It assumes that those people bought in at the top of the market. No, not everybody bought in the top of the market. Many people have been collecting for a very long span of time. Games, uh, as these people are projecting, are down over the last couple of months. But most people haven't just been collecting for a few months. They've been collecting for a few years at least, if not several years. Myself, I've been collecting for over a decade. So if we look at f you wanted to deem me an investment collector and you wanted to look at when i bought my games and where i've spent my money and the total compared to now my my net gain would still be very positive and even if the market continued to in a downswing so i i don't like this term because we we're making too many assumptions and we're not exploring enough facts also people have been going to price chart and cherry picking games I don't think they're like maliciously doing that, saying, okay, I'm going to find a game that went down. Uh, Good, this one. This will prove my point. I don't think that's what's going on. I think they're just looking at popular games and games that uh, they own or owned and are examining what's happened since the last couple of months. Because we are in a swing, right? It, It seems as if things are going down. At least the attitude is shifting. And that could be a bubble. That could be the bubble bursting. That could just be a downtick because we had a major upswing, and this could be a self-correction. It is a market, but it isn't a market, right? Um, It's still supply and demand, and just using things like price chart is not a good tool. It's not a good tool. It's fine. It does a job, but it's not the end-all, be-all because their data isn't perfect, right? They've got a lot of dirty data spots, some things you have to clean up, and you're not uh, doing a comparison between multiple sources. But, within the confines of what is going on, I've gone ahead and made a chart. And you can go to my Instagram, check it out, and I will show you. And I have gone through much in the same way. I just randomly picked some games from several systems. I have Genesis in their NES, Super Nintendo, PS1, PS2, the Dreamcast, uh, Nintendo GameCube, Game Boy, Xbox, the DS, the 3DO, TurboGrafx-16, and Sega CD. I've got games for all of these systems. And then I also have, if you go to price chart, you can look at the overall price of games uh, as a library. So, I've done this, and I've assumed that everything is loose, even though most PS2 games aren't considered loose. And I I question how they navigate those waters uh, to get their pricing, because I think more games are sold as complete. But, their their charts deem everything loose, so that's how I, I kept it in the default sort order. And I went ahead and just took a look. So I'm going to go through a few, but I've got a picture. I've got over 30 games listed, and I have, I think, like 8 to 10 libraries listed on this thing as well. And that I'll share with you guys, and you can draw your own conclusions. I'm not willing to to make a blanket statement about is it up or is it down. I'm only looking at what is being shown to me and at the very small selection. And this is definitely not a big enough sample size by the games to choose. So, let's go ahead and let's talk about the first game I looked at, which was Musha for the Genesis. That thing was $197 back in July of 2016, and that's how my prices go. I go from July to 2016 to the price in June 2017, and then I look at the percent of change and what the highest price was paid for it, and then the difference in cash from that highest price to what the price is now, because that does it doesn't mean that even if it, the price now in june is higher than it was in july of last year it does not mean that that was the spike of that price so i went ahead and listed that and the percent of change from that okay so let's look at some games musha 197 in july of last year 228 and the highest price is current it's 228 right now that's a 16% change and there's no difference from the highest price Okay, and then let's let's jump on a Nintendo game. Let's go at one that went down. A big one, Little Samson. $1,175 back in July last year. Current price, $1,136. That's a 3% change. And the highest price, though, was $1,250. So it's gone down 114 from the highest price. And that's a 10% change from its spike. But that's all it is from the spike, okay? And from the from just where it was last year, it is down 3%, which is not that much. Now let's go to a game that's not like a top-tier game, but a desired game. And remember, everything here is loose. Let's look at Super Metroid for the Super Nintendo. $52 last year, currently $45. That's a 13% difference. With the highest price ever being listed was at 53 in the past year, which is an 18% change from the high. So... Not doing great there. Even worse, if you go into PlayStation, PlayStation is not doing great. Uh let's look at Tron Bond. If we if you want to look at some a system that kind of didn't do great was PS1 overall. Tronbon, $153 last year. Currently they say it's 80. I question the sales on this and the looseness of it. But anyways, they say it's 80 right now. That means it's a drop of 48%. And at the highest, it was $178. So, man, that is that is down quite a bit. That's down 123% and $98. And if you go to Klonoa, uh, Cl- uh, $113 last year, $75 now. That's a 34% difference. And at its high price, it was $113. So the highest price it had was actually last year at this time. So, yeah, that's a pretty big drop. Uh, not great for, for that. Now, let's go ahead and look at a game, though, at PS1 that swung way up, Fox Hunt. Last year, $49. Right now, 95 That's a 94% swing. Its high price, is the current, is $95. Rule of Rose on PS2. Here's one that went down a little bit. $170 last year, $155 now. That's 9%. Its high was $199, though. And again, they're saying this is loose. I don't feel good about that number. But that's a $44 change from the highest price. But Haunting Ground is $77 last year, and it's $84 now. So it went up about 10%. Let's march over to Dreamcast real quick. Uh, Pick one at random. GigaWing, $76 last year, $103 now. Right now is the high, so it's up 36%. Let's look at GameCube. $120 for Gotcha Force last year. Right now it's 130, its high was 138. So there's an 8% difference there. It's down $8 from where its high was. Looking at Amazing Tater. Last year a loose cart for Amazing Tater was $192. Right now it's $308, but that isn't even the high. The high was $350. So it is 60% up from last year, but down 14% from the high price right now. Xbox Jurassic Park. $80 last year. Right now 65. That's down to about 20%. Its high was $85, so it's down 31% from the high currently. But if you look at Outrun 2006, this game kind of came out of nowhere. It was $9 this time last year. Now it's going for 70. That's a 678% swing and it's that's the high right now. This is the high. So if any game's going to probably shoot down a little bit, it's this one. Uh, and then if you go to Commando, Steel Disaster on the DS. Last year, $12. Right now, $135. That's up 92%. Uh, Retro Game Challenge, 29 last year. 35 now. A high of 37 so that's up 21% overall. It is down $2 from the high, which is only 6%. And let's go over to TurboGrafx-16, uh, a game that didn't perform very well. Ghost Manor, $145. Uh, last year. Now it's only 100, so it's down 31%. It had a high of 150. So we're down 50% from the high, which is uh, no good. But let's go to Sega CD. Snatcher, $344 last year. Right now it's sitting at 303. We're down 12%, but it got to a high of 450. So this thing's lost $147, which is a very significant drop from the high. But what generated that spike? That's the other thing. How many sales Of a game does there have to be these games if they are kind of rare like snatcher don't pop up very much if you're only looking at a one year sample size who knows how many times that game sold it could be three sales generating this whole price which is kind of why you have to take all this with a grain of salt and now i just want to run through the libraries that we could get it doesn't display the price for libraries for all the game but again this is assuming loose we have sega cd Nintendo DS, Xbox, Game Boy, Dreamcast, PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, Super Nintendo, NES, and Genesis, and just very quickly, I'm not going to go into the price or the swing on each one of them, but I can tell you, most of them are sitting at their average game price loose, are sitting at or near the high right now, and all of those are up overall. Sega CD is up 35% from last year, DS is up 14%, Xbox is up 20%, Game Boy is up 33 percent. Genesis up 18. NES is up 17 percent. Super Nintendo is up 10 percent. Even Genesis, who had some big gain or big losses in its top titles, that's up 13 percent. Same with PlayStation 2, 14 percent. Dreamcast, 23 percent. That's why I'm saying we we don't have a big enough sample size to make this data uh, to make a blanket statement about this data. There's too many factors. Are some games going up and down? Yeah, sure. And can we say maybe things are in a downward trend? Sure, if we want to characterize it like that. But is it time to hit the panic button and be like, yes, everybody's losing money on games. They screwed us by jacking up the prices, and now I'm here to capitalize on that. I'm going to get all my games for cheap. Don't count your chickens before they hatch. That's all I'm saying. Hold on. We don't have enough data. A year is not enough data. Let's talk this time next year about what the prices are doing, or in three months, if we see start to see more rapid declines, then maybe we have to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. How far are we away from what we were last year or uh, two years ago now? Because then we have a, a bigger window to look at. If we look at two years ago, though, the prices were much lower even than they are now. So we got to weigh that against it, too. So let's see where we are. What am I preaching here? Stay calm. Some games are going up. Some games are going down. Does it make sense that some of the most popular games are going down? Absolutely. Those are the the ones that people are going to turn over the most often. Also, we're heading into the summer months where people tend to turn those games over the most. They want to go on vacation. They start turning those. Makes sense. It's not panic yet. It is something to to keep your eye on for sure. Let's evaluate and keep our eye on it. But let's not panic. All right. That's it for this microcast. We'll talk to you again soon. Hit me up with topics you want to hear about.